Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Wanna be a victim for <laughs> Talk Recorded yes. live. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, it's so good to uh, connect with you guys. Uh, a week late, but we're here, dang it. <laughs> so uh, I know Mark has some business stuff, so he'll probably be um... – oh, wait, no, Mark's here. He's either leaving early or calling in late. Uh, I'm here until 9.45. Oh, okay. Well, I think that will probably be done by that time anyway. So, um, Cool. Rock and roll. So uh, – I think everyone's here. I think we might be missing one or two people. So, Jennifer, you're here. Yes, Ellie, I am. Ellie's here. Good morning. Good morning. Mark's here. Uh, Mark's here. Soki's here. And, oh, Martha is working. And so she might call in and just have to listen in. And that's fine. So, okay. So why don't we... Um, Oh, it's so good to hear your guys' voice. <laughs> I love you guys so much. Um, okay, so let's take a moment and just center in and let's pray. Um, let's do a group prayer. So I'll begin and then I'll pass it along and then you can pass it to another participant in class. And everybody's here except Martha, so um, just so you have a vibe of who to send it to. And just taking a deep breath in, I'm going to take a breath of gratitude. I'm so grateful to connect with you all, to be in sacred circle, knowing that where we are, God is, knowing that everything we need is provided here and now. There's no lack. There's no want. There's no need for that. So we just offer up anything that doesn't serve us, any, anything we're holding on to, anything from the past that's just outdated, Anything that uh, has had its expiration date, that's past the expiration date, we're just letting it go. Thoughts of victimhood, thoughts of lack or limitation, thoughts of not enough, thoughts of regret, resentment, shame, blame, all that stuff. We lovingly, freely, willingly, joyfully just release our grip on it and set it free. Just remembering that we are children of God, we are the light of the world, luminous beings shining brightly. And this light that we shine is spiritual wisdom that exudes from the heart. So our hearts and minds are open. We are resting in grace. We are resting in harmony. We move forward freely in the flow of perfect love. Mm, So good to do this. And I just share this love that's expressing from this connection, this miracle with everyone because we're one with them. With an open heart, I pass this to L.E. I'm so grateful to be in this circle of divine light 
taking you all in, taking this moment in. I want to say thank you. Thank you for all the contributions that everybody has made and being so vulnerable and opening, sharing their deepest thoughts and life stories that have helped me grow and look at life in such a different perspective. And we're nearing the end of the journey and this phase together. So I just wanted to take a special moment just to say how much you all have meant to me or mean to me through this journey, especially you, Jesse. And um, and I'm just so, so grateful of the divine connections that we all have together and how we all are placed in this moment in time together. And I bless today in this conversation and more that we're going to learn together. And I pass this off to Soki. So grateful and so thankful for this moment of here and now that I am with my brothers and sisters in this journey, awesome spiritual journey of spiritual magnificence. I offer any thoughts that is not good, that is not of God, that is unlike God to the altar of the divine light permeate into love that is God, that is only good. And I declare that uh, understanding and I declare that I am and so all of us is just love and just good and just God. There's nothing to do. There's nothing to prove. There's nothing to to there's nothing to worry about because um, we identify ourselves to the qualities of good, which is the qualities of God that is of love, of peace, joy, perfect order, beauty, balance. Uh, we declare that we are whole perfect and complete, united and one with everybody, with salient beings seen and unseen on this planet Earth. And we declare that uh, we are powerful beyond measure and we all are peace. And all these declarations of the truth of who we are, which is good, which is God, is shared to everybody here on this circle of love and on this planet. And so it is. Amen. And I pass this on to Jennifer. I'm so grateful this morning for this morning. I'm so grateful that we've had this chance in winter to be quiet and still. And I'm looking forward also to the spring I am so grateful for the divine uh, the divine design of this world, and I'm just in awe every time I walk out the door and look around and, and see everything that is here for us. So grateful for all the opportunities that are that are just waiting for me to snatch up and um, so happy to be 
uh, one of to be able to to be able to see a lot of what is sitting in front of me and 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 working towards uh opening my eyes further and uh, today I'm offering up anything that is blocking anything that is standing in the way of my seeing the abundance set before me um anything that is blocking my view of God's plan for my life and I uh, declare that I am working for God in this world, and I am here to spread His love and His messages in the in any way, and that He sees to call me to. And I declare that I am uh, available and willing to to do that. I declare that I I have not need not worry that I am not that I don't have enough knowledge or have enough power because. All that is needed will be given in the time that it is needed. And this I have seen the proof of, I believe, and I testify today. And I, uh, and I share what I can with the people who are willing to listen. And I share it with those who are ready. And I share it with everyone because we are one. And I pass to Brandon. Thank you, Divine Creator, for this beautiful and glorious morning. It is so powerful to consider all that has happened that has brought us to this other side. The journey that started for many of us almost two years ago. To know that our hearts and minds and spirits have been lifted in ways that we didn't consider before. Thank for the group wisdom that's fallen upon me and I know the minds of others in this group and outside. Thank for the collective conscious of this group that has lifted up Inspire in ways that we might not even see yet. Thank you for the patience and consistency of Jesse and other teachers who have taught us through so many experiences who have taught us through demonstration and through lessons. We are brought together closer and closer and closer, and this is where the wisdom lives. This is where the love lives, and this is where the inspiration lives. And declare this to be a beautiful, formal presentation of how we've grown together and what we can do in the future. Inspire us that we might continue to be an inspiration, divine creator, and I pass to Mark. Mm, a ditto to all that has been shared before. Yes, we are claiming our place at the table, at God's table, showing up as the light that he created us to be, knowing that in this experience of life that our work is only to ever return our attention to God, hand things over to the Holy Spirit that is not for us, is none of our business, and focusing our attention on what is our business, what is here for us to work through, what is here for us to share, and for us to support others in their journey. As practitioners, we take a new stand today knowing that our work is becoming ever more a part of our world and our life, and how excited and joyous we are that we get to share this experience with each other, such amazing, masterful spirits on this planet. 
so grateful to be surrounded by like-minded, loving community. For in community, we are reminded of our truth. We can never be lost, for there is always someone holding the candle, showing us the way through any times of darkness we may face. And knowing that that darkness is nothing more than interference of the truth that is God, always shining every day and every moment. And we share our healing with all, for all healing is one healing in the oneness of God, and that all others' healing may also be ours. We expand, we evolve, we return to the truth that is God together as one and always will. In the eternal truth that is God, we say, so it is. Amen. And I pass back to Jesse. Beautiful. And just receiving this and placing Martha in the center of the circle, knowing that she is now on the call. She's part, she's linked in, but because of her work, she cannot express with words, so we'll express through love. (laughs) Knowing that where Martha is, God is. Where Mark is, God is. Where Jennifer is, God is. Where Soki is, God is. Where Brandon is, God is. Where Ellie is, God is. Where Jesse is, God is. God is all there is. So we release the veil of confusion that would convince us, prove to us that we are separate from our source, which is impossible. We remember this truth and we allow love to express freely in, as, and through our lives. And with our hearts and minds in perfect congruency, we go forward. We allow it to be, dedicating the merit of our time together to any sentient being who is suffering this day. With grace and gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 Beautiful. Good. That's a nice way to start your day. So, uh, thank you guys for making yourselves available for today's class. I apologize. Um, just had to go with the flow last week with the power outage. And uh, <clears throat> we went on uh, vacation this week. Uh, just took a few days up in Ashland, Oregon. And uh feels like um, so much time has passed <laughs> between last week and this week that uh, it's... Um, Kind of wild, anyway. So, um, okay. So, we're going to uh, really just talk about what's coming. We're going to do some reading out of A Course in Miracles today, and then um, that's really it. Uh, we did all the reviews, uh, the reviews for the spiritual counseling session uh, in the last class we were together, and I'd just like to say <clears throat> that. I've been getting the evaluations from your counseling sessions, and they've just been so wonderful. And uh, I'll take time to go over them individually with you all um, next in next module. But just know that uh, the response has been so great, and uh, it really is, I think, a testament to uh, the work that you guys have put into this program. Your with work that you put into your own practice, your willingness to expand your consciousness, your awareness of God, and uh, this is really your ministry forming. You know, going out and lifting other people up. So uh, it's very, it's lovely to see, lovely to participate and experience. So 
Um, I guess we, let's open up the circle real quick and just check in. Does anybody have anything you'd like to share that's going on with you? Uh, any, uh, any news, any exciting ahas that are unfolding? Um, I'll give you a moment to open up the circle and let you check in with everyone and share. So if anyone would like to go, please do so. All right, I just trust that Harmony is totally, <laughs> Harmony is the name of the game, and we're all good. Um, <clears throat> had a wonderful uh, experience in Ashland, Oregon this last week. We were able to just rest and relax, and uh, it snowed, which was lovely, and we were able to walk around in this uh, Lithia Park, which is the big, beautiful park in the city and in the town, and just spent some time connecting with each other. We saw some wonderful theater, which we really like, um, and uh, yeah, yeah, uh, <clears throat> that's sort of this uh, experience. Um, you know what? I'm not going to actually share that quite yet, but uh, just a lot of layers being pulled away and a lot of peace being expressed and a lot of joy being expressed and a lot of stuff that, uh, you know, very clear as to, you know, old habits and things that um, don't feel like uh, they're supporting me anymore or go, are leaving and you know, uh, I see the um, the effects of my my own personal commitment to to deepen my practice and to continue to engage in these conversations and lean into community. And I am reminded every day the value of community and the power of that. And, you know, really thought about that this last week um, in my newsletter that I send out to people that have subscribed. You know, I do a little blog, a weekly little blog that I send out to them and it's talking about community and I was reminded how, you know, and I've said this several times, how Venerable has said that our relationships are our most valuable form of currency. I've really been contemplating that. And I'd like to open that up to the group for discussion. What does she mean by that? Our, our relationships are our most valuable form of currency. What are all the ways that when you open your mind up to that, you open your heart up to that, that that sort of is relevant and true? And how would you share about that if you were offering sort of a, a lesson to your students? How is relationship our most valuable form of currency? So I'm going to open up the circle and let you guys share. I'll go. Um, I actually was just having that conversation with a client this week. Um, our relationships um, are essentially our, our reconnection with God. Um, they are the mirror for us to see where we have connection or disconnection. Um, and in truth, you know, all, all this existence or this experience we're having is relationship. 
you know, whether it's relationship with another, relationship with ourselves, relationship with things, relationship with experiences, it's all relationship within God um, and allows us to see, uh, you know, things that we're not seeing otherwise when we're on our own. Um, so for me, you know, I really look at, at relationship as kind of like the playground in which, you know, we get to play in this journey um, that give us uh, really access to those areas that we often won't see when we're, we're on our own. And uh, in community, for sure, um, I've talked about this many times, how, you know, Inspire has been a, a very healing experience for me. Um, I think a lot of us have have experiences of separating from community or separating from relationships because um, we've been heard or otherwise just learned otherwise. And um, relationship really does give us the opportunity to um, to really remember that, one, we're not alone, we're not an island to ourselves, which is only a thought of the ego anyways. Um, and it also gives us the opportunity to be in service, um, which at the end of the day, when we're in service to others, we're in service to ourselves, and we're really completing the, the circle, the cycle that is God. So um, those are my quick thoughts. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Mark, since, since you sort of brought this up in a way, how would you explain the idea or talk about the idea that Christ lives in our relationships? I would say, I would, I would address it in this way. Um, well, it, it kind of comes back to what, what I, yeah, kind of how I was saying is that, you know, the relationships are, are just, again, the mirror to see the, the Christ with us, within us, God within us. It's, it's a way for us to, um, to really be able to heal. And at, at the end of the day, Christ consciousness is, is healing consciousness. Um, so when we're in relationship with others, whether those that feel really joyous and fulfilling or in relationship with others where it feels really triggering and difficult, um, it's all still the experience of Christ which is the experience of reconnecting with God, which is what Christ consciousness is, in essence, what it is. Beautiful. Beautiful, really beautiful. Would anyone else like to add on to that conversation? Contribute? I have a question, yeah. but I'm not sure if it's off topic or if it is going to take up too much time and, it, and, and it's not really going to be something for the group and talk about it outside of it. That's fine. Just let me know. Just shut me out. Let me know. But in regards to that and uh, people being mirrors for you and learning, and this kind of ties into radical forgiveness, um, what if... If you're in, you're you're drawing, let's say drawing people, you know, like because you are mirrors, and you're, everyone in your life is for, um, for for your soul's growth, whether it's for happiness, whether it's to learn a lesson, healing, all that encompasses it. So 
if you are a child, let's like for me, my pattern, um, and my pattern in relationships, um, or two significant relationships, and now I've started dating somebody, and I'm seeing a similar pattern, like a similar, like a mirror of the, the exact conversation I had with my ex after, let's say, two years of being with her. I'm having the same exact conversation just two months of being with somebody. It's like accelerated. So is that, um, is that the universe, is that you recognizing a pattern and saying, whoa, I've been down this road before, I'm out of here? Or is it, hey, hello, you have a lesson here, learn it with this person. You know, how do you know the difference? Whether, you know, so I don't know if that is even relevant right now to this. I would say it's very relevant. Oh, um, Yeah. Well, I would ask you, what do you think? Jesse, I feel so torn about it. Um, half of me, a part of me feels that, as you and I, when we had that discussion, when we went to lunch or breakfast or that day, and um, when I walked away from my ex, because I was like, whoa, like, no way. This is like, I'm telling the universe, no. So then I thought my energy had transformed because I put that out there. No, I'm not doing this. Um, and then I met somebody, you know, six months later, and it just seemed amazing and built on a spiritual path and all this stuff. And then um, I'll just tell you what it is because it's really not, it's not, it's not abusive or anything like that. It's, it's about appreciation, which stems, and I know where it stems from. It stems from my grandmother. So my grandmother had a lot of money and would buy me things, and I would say, thank you so much, and hug and kiss her, and thank you. And then, like, the next day or two days later, three days later, you didn't appreciate what I got you. You're just no appreciation. You're just a spoiled little thing. You don't appreciate it. I'm like, uh, what, what do you want me to do? You could have written me a card. You could have come over and, and cooked me. So, I mean, if it was any little act of service would have shown me that. And I'm like, but I hugged and kissed you, and I said, thank you, and I so appreciate it. Okay, but it's not enough, right? Hold everything over my head that she would do for me. So in my relation, you know, of two relationships, I've had that as my ex. And then, so no matter what I gave or what I contributed, it did not equal or it was not enough for that person. Even if I cooked dinner, if I gave money back, whatever it was, and never, it wasn't seen. So with this person that I was dating, she, we had a similar conversation. She said, I don't feel that you are appreciated what I did for you. And I'm like, okay, why? You know, what, what could I have done? Now, meanwhile, I'm in the process of cooking her dinner as a thank you. But I didn't go out and buy the groceries and bring them back and cook dinner. I didn't do enough. We went together, which I thought would be fun, um, but it wasn't enough for her. And I didn't make her enough of a priority. I rearranged my whole schedule to be out there because she's always in Dana Point to be out there with her for a whole week. And I still had things that I had to take care of. This was a couple weeks ago. Um, and so I had to make myself a priority. But because I was on vacation and she was working from home, she felt that for those two days I should have been basically, you know, doing active service for her. So... 
So, yeah. Do you see what I have I'm a question. Yeah. yeah. How how does it make you feel? How does it make you feel when they accuse you of not being appreciative? Uh, good question. It makes me feel that what I am offering is not enough. What I have done that I that inside I'm so appreciative and that and that what I'm offering back in return is not seen, it's not enough. I and I feel that I am um I feel it, it brings me back I guess it brings me back to my grandmother. Like it, it brings me back to that 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 place of ugh, now I don't want to do anything for me. You know, I kind of feel like it, I get very I guess just like just I get removed. I just feel uh, hurt. Hurt. I feel hurt. I feel like you're holding something over my head. What you did for me wasn't coming from your heart. Like mm-hmm. when, like when I give to somebody, I don't even think about it. It's out of my mm-hmm. head. I give. I walk away from it. I want nothing in return. Maybe a thank, a thank you. Even the universe and God likes thank yous. You know, like hey, thank you. But that's it. That's all I need. You know, I, so I feel that I go above that. No, hey, let me make you dinner tonight or let me take you out to dinner, you know, and I do that, but it's still not enough. And then, I don't know, and, I, and it's always attached to money. It's oh, because that's my, I guess, my grandmother. So these women have a lot of money. And, and so it's like I constantly have to do acts of service as a thank you for, because they have more money to contribute in a relationship than I do. And I, mm-hmm. and. Okay, and, so. Yeah. Let's, let, let's. Pause. There's a couple things that I think are coming up here, which I think are really wonderful. And another question I have is, why do you feel? Why do you think that you're attracted to women with money? We have evidence, enough evidence to say right. that it's a pattern that you yeah. uh, that you go for women with money. So why do you think you go for women with money? I think it's a. It's not that they have money because sometimes I don't even know when I meet them. I have no clue. Um, it has to do with the energy that surrounds them. It's a, it's a, it's, it's an energy. It's a, it's a strong, it's a strong-willed pers- soul, a person who knows what they want and um, is very settled and uh, in their life. And it just has like that. There's a certain energy that control. I guess Beautiful. that's how. Yeah. Beautiful. So you're attracted to women who seem to be in control and seem to know what they want. And yeah. would you say that you are a woman who seems to be in control and knows what she wants? Yes. Is that I'm, true? May, no, maybe I don't know exactly what I want. That could be why I, I attract that. Yeah. I think so I my career and my my career is the thing that I I that I would say is the is is the thing that is holding keeping me from that hundred place of being at in that mm. yeah a career wise. So so if you if you knew what you wanted in your career, you feel like you would be more settled and more stable and be in more control of your life. Yeah. But since you don't have that component, since that, there's that missing component that there's something 
month missing. There's something lacking. There's a level of, uh, in essence, you know, from what I'm pulling, and um, since we're just cutting to the chase, it seems to be, in essence, of uh, a lack of value because mm-hmm. um, you don't have the, the, what what comes with having a successful career. And what it feels like, Ellie, is that you, uh, what it seems like is you uh, attract women um, that, and it started with your grandma, and we can say that you attracted your grandma because you, we choose, you know, we choose our experiences, right? Right, absolutely. So you attract women who value having a career and, and believe that if you have a career and money that you're going to be, um, that there's uh, a level of, um, uh, that there's something around money, that having money means something, you know, that mm-hmm. having money increases your value and also gives you permission to, uh, you know, women who like to control and manipulate through finance, through money. And we call that giving to get, right? So right. they don't just give freely. They get, there's always something attached to the giving. There's an expectation attached to the giving. Yes. And the expectation is an acknowledgement of their value uh, because that's how, they, that's how they get their value is through their money. And so if they don't feel as though they've been acknowledged enough, then it, it sort of is confronting to the belief system that there's value in the material possession, their material possessions and what they give to people. So... So there, the, the, the agreement in the relationship is I will spend money on you, I will give you things, but you have to be, you have to validate my belief that I am worthy because of my money. And I'm going to validate the belief that you are, you have less value because you don't have as much money and you don't know what you want. And so this is a pattern that's been with, carried with you since childhood and you continue to enroll people into your life to mirror this belief that money, that there's a certain value to material wealth and that those with more material wealth are more valuable, have more to contribute, are more, have the right to be in control of their life, are more stable, and yet you, there's, some, there's some part of that that doesn't resonate as truth to you because with that, you know, your relationships begin to unravel. There's abuse. There's there's um, there people take advantage of that, and I would say I think you're spot on that you're seeing these patterns emerge at laser speed now because you've been doing this work and are at the place now where you're ready to release that belief system that maybe what if there money has no real value? What if money is money? And all the value, all the prestige, all the beliefs that it's going to keep you safe, it's going to protect you, that having a certain degree is going to protect you, that having a certain amount of money in the bank is going to protect you, all of those things, what if they're just beliefs that aren't true? And so you continue to enroll people to display behaviors and patterns that, and that, that reflect the truth of that, that, you know, Money isn't going to save you. Hasn't saved these women. Hasn't brought them waves of joy and contentment. You know? Yeah. Um, so you're gathering evidence 
that is exhibiting the truth in that. And so the idea isn't, you know, do I leave this relationship? You know, do I leave this person? The, the invitation here is, what is the belief that's up to be healed, Ellie? So that all of your relationships reflect your beliefs. You know, if you believe that who you are, where you are is perfect, that because you are a child of God, you are just as valuable as any other child of God, that there is nothing you could possibly do to prove your worth, that there's no job title, no degree, no amount of money that's going to save you or make you more valuable than you are right here and right now, when you truly believe that and embrace that and allow that to be your um, experience, then your world will reflect that to you, that where you are is perfect, that you are worthy to be loved, that there, um, you don't owe anybody anything, that people with money don't have the right to manipulate and control, that you are, uh, you are someone that cannot be manipulated because you are so firmly aligned with love that uh, that's what your, all your relationships express that and reflect that back to you. That's what's coming up so you can embrace that. And so the question always is, is what is this for? What is Mm -hmm. this for? And uh, when you get clear on what the opportunity is for you, then you can take it. And when you heal, when you, um, you know, when you become the love of your life, when you become the person that is self-sufficient and in love with herself, then all of your relationships have to reflect that back to you. But if there is still the belief that, you know, I'm unworthy because they don't have as much money as other people or without this money, I'm going to be, you know, lost at sea. So I have to be able to tolerate a certain level of bad behavior in order to be taken care of, you know, or if you were taught at an early age that, you know, love is painful, then you're going to continue to seek painful love. But if you're ready to be done with that, which I believe you are, and I think that your insights are showing that to you, that you don't, uh, you release that. You release that pattern. It's radical forgiveness. Yeah. So by releasing that pattern, because I release that pattern, it doesn't mean that the other, that she's going to, right? You know what I mean? Like, she's hey still going to be in that there? Hi. Hello? Ellie, are you still there? Yeah. Mark? Yeah, Mark? I don't know if you wanted to interject or if you wanted to, or if he couldn't hear us or something. Can can other people hear us? I'm with you. I guess. Okay. All right. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, well, you know, it's that idea, L.E., uh, if we went to, like, let's say we bring in the Byron Katie idea into this. If uh-huh. you can accept that she has her own beliefs around money, that she has her, uh, expecting her, I mean, thank God that she's showing you uh, these patterns right away or that you've developed, you know, uh, enough awareness to see them emerge quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to expect her to be different is insane. You know, 
And and her relationship with money, her beliefs around money, her beliefs around that, it's none of your business. Your business is in accepting and understanding that this is how she shows up, how she behaves, all of that. What intelligent decisions would you like to make based off of that information? And what feels loving and most peaceful to you? And if that is to uh, really lovingly release the relationship in the form that it's in today, do so. With that said, I encourage you to really cultivate, you know, what wisdom can you cultivate from the experience? What's coming up to be healed? And then be willing to do that work, you know, and spend some time in relationship with yourself. And so you're mm-hmm. clear as to, you know, uh, what was coming up. And then really go into doing some deep forgiveness work. Forgiveness work meaning, you know, all the women that showed up to be victimizers in your life, you know, be grateful for those experiences because they were helping you heal this pattern that you're unworthy. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's all that it is. It's all reflections of that one belief system that you're unworthy, that there's something unworthy about you, unlovable about you, that you have to earn love. Maybe if you had enough money, then you could earn enough love. You could be safe enough to where you can do that. A lot of people, it's a very common experience that people believe that if they have enough money, then they're going to be safe. Thank you. Thank you. It's so helpful. Yeah. One thing, I just have to say what is just so... I guess, beautiful about this, or it just so, as this is going on, my ex, last night, like at midnight, reaches out to me, calls me, and crying, saying how sorry she is for the way that she treated me, and just that she loved me, and just, it was like, wow, and appreciates my love, and everything that I gave, and I was like, oh my, like, it was, as all this is going on, and I'm not being valued, you know, value whatever, then, and I choose to walk away from that, then my ex comes and, you know, and apologizes. So I just found that very, you know, it wasn't a coincidence. It was like this divine connection or timing of all of this. Well, again, you know, if we're saying that a new pattern is emerging in your life, a new belief system is beginning to uh, develop and take the place of an old belief system that isn't serving you anymore, you step away from an experience that reflected the old belief system, and, you know, miracles happen instantaneously. There's no level of difficulty with miracles. So instantaneously, the universe gives you confirmation that you are worthy, that there is value in your relationship in your life. And it comes through the experience of an ex who, in retrospect, sees how much you brought and you contributed. Yeah. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Thank you. But that doesn't that doesn't mean that you have to get back together with your ex. Oh, no, no, they get it. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> no so Beautiful. Yeah, well, thank you for sharing so uh, being so transparent and authentic, Ellie. Beautiful work. So, uh, does anyone else have anything they'd like to share? Beautiful. Yeah, this, oh. Go ahead. 
Yeah, I just really uh, listening with my heart to what Ellie is saying. I come across of a tool, you know, that we've been doing is writing a love letter to myself. It has been my practice whenever I have a difficulty, a challenge, I sit down and I write a love letter to myself. Because it's a relationship. It's a spiritual currency. It starts within. Not the outside world, but the inside world. Because the outside world doesn't give us happiness, just like what you said. Happiness is, if you look for happiness in the outside world, you'll, you'll fail. But everything, the answers to our questions and all the challenges comes within as how we go back and find it in the inner world. So what I do, I, whenever there are challenges like after our retreat, I sit down and write love letter and forgiveness letter to myself, even a note. I always go back to my inner room. That's all I want to say. Beautiful. Yeah, Ellie, you, uh, we, we did an exercise on retreat where we wrote ourselves love letters. And I really encourage you to consider doing that. Just to remind yourself of everything that you do bring to the table. And here's the thing, guys. We don't have to do a deep exploration of our wounds. We don't have to go deep into the past and find out every single way that we've been abused, neglected, tortured, hurt, denied, unvalued, and all that stuff. What we do is we can shift our attention onto what it is we're interested in experiencing, what we know to be true, and how we are committed to moving about this world. And so if we're committed to being the source of love, if we're committed to being loved and adored in our relationships, then we keep our attention on what it is we're creating, what we're cultivating. Anything that is preventing us from embracing that and being the person that has the consciousness to allow that expression to manifest in our life, whatever's preventing that will, will come up. Don't you worry about that. It'll come up so you can release it. You can heal it. And um, so like with this example of Ali, why, why Soki's suggestion of writing a love letter is actually a wonderful suggestion is that uh, the practice of writing the love letter is wonderful because that gets you into in alignment with what you're interested in creating, you know, and it supports you in developing that loving, unconditionally loving relationship with yourself. So, um, you know, and then become the person that can honestly receive that. Become the person to which that love letter is true, you know. Allow it to be true about you. Um, Beautiful. So uh, I read the worksheet wrong. We don't actually have in-class reading today, but I would like to go down to the uh, job description. Uh, It's... One of the worksheets, it's uh, the playful practice, right? Your job description. And um, can someone remind me, did we get to this exercise in the review class that we did w- with the spiritual counseling? We did not get to it. Okay, yeah, I didn't think so. So this is actually going to be your final. So we're not doing a traditional final exam. 
this is going to be your final exam is you're going to write your job description. And I'll read uh, the instructions. It says, use this practice as an opportunity to get clear on your role as a spiritual, it says counselor, but you can say spiritual practitioner if you're not uh, really going for counseling right now. So use this practice as an opportunity to get clear on your role as a spiritual counselor. Write a thorough yet and concise description of your intention, duties, and process as a counselor. You can include what one might expect in a spiritual counseling session with you. So take a moment, you know, take some time to sit with it and then write a really great job description and post it in the Facebook group. That's your final exam. This is your final exam. So the work, week eight worksheet, the playful practice, page six on the... Uh, Handouts. That's your final exam. And you're going to post it in the Facebook group. And I'm going to encourage you to have it posted in the Facebook group by Monday. By Monday. Um, <clears throat> any questions on that? Hey, Jesse, you said something. Just want a little clarity around. You said that we're not counseling, just practitioner perspective. So what's the distinction there? No, for some people, no, for some people who aren't really like uh, Martha isn't at this moment going uh, for uh, her counseling license, so I'm inviting her to just write it from the practitioner perspective. Ah, okay, got it. Yeah. Any other questions? I don't know why I can't find it. What was it? It's under again. The module. Uh, it's module five, week eight. I'll I'll send you the uh, I'll send you the link. Okay, thanks. Sure. So write the job description, post it in the Facebook group. That's your uh, final exam. Uh, I'd like to go over a couple just um, uh, admin stuff with you. Um, Beginning in the new module, uh, which will start mid-March, we are going to be meeting twice a week. And what we're going to do in those sessions are, one, we'll give the counselors the opportunity to sort of just share about their experiences in counseling and talk about that and hold the space. And then the other part of class, we're going to review all the material, selections from all the material that we've gone over in the practitioner program. So we're going to review um, sections from the Ernest Holmes work, from the Joseph Murphy work, from the uh, Edwin Gaines work. We'll look over Byron Katie uh, and uh, uh, some uh, of the Testimony of Light stuff. And so we're just going to go over the material that we've gone through. So it's going to be it's going to be actually really fun and just a great reminder. And listen, there's always more and more and more we can uncover. So um, yeah. So if you would like to do that, uh, not like to do that. So just so you're prepared for what we're going to be, what the next module is going to look like. Um, I'll give you. Uh, we're going to uh, have a list of all the classes dates available next week. So look for that mailer. I'll send you out what dates we're going to be in the classes. I'm going to check in with the uh, people in the ministerial group that are in this class. And, uh, we're getting together 
we're going to be getting together soon and I'll just kind of feel into how you feel about doing a review class and then hopping on to another class or if you'd like to, we can try to make it so they're not on the same weeks. Uh, do that to the best of my ability. Um, hey, so look out. Yeah. Uh, just to clarify, I might have heard it wrong, but I think you might have said we're getting together twice a week. Did you mean twice a month? Yeah, I think you heard it wrong. I said that we're going uh, twice a month. I'm sorry. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Twice a month. I said that. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. We're only getting together twice a, twice a week this next module, um, and you all have to move into my guest room, um, just so we can just always be talking about God. Uh, no, I yeah, sorry, twice, twice a month. <laughs> right? <laughs> twice, a, twice a month, review classes, and um, then I'd also, just the last little piece of admin work to talk about is uh, about graduation and just sort of talk about what that will look like and how we can start to uh, plan for that. Um, any questions about twice a month, thank you, Mark, review, anything that we've uh, gone over? My question is, is it the first and third Saturday of the month or the second or the fourth and the fourth? I haven't decided that yet. Uh, again, oh. I want to feel it out with the, um, the ministers because the ministerial program, it's going to be the second and the fourth Saturdays will be when you guys have um, – your 10.30 to 12 o'clock classes. Um, okay. So I, would just want, I don't want to give, I don't want to overload anybody to the point where people are going to burn out in the first two months of the ministerial program. You know what I mean? So, Got it. Okay, yeah. cool. I personally, yeah. yeah. Cool. You personally what? Oh, I, uh, if you're taking people's votes on that, I like, I like stacking classes just so that on the days that we don't have class, I'm free to go do other things. But that's, I'll just register my vote and leave it on the table. Happy to do whatever right. works for everybody. Cool. Great. Cool. Um, yeah. So I'll, I'll check in with everybody so we can, uh, we can get a good vibe. Um, so graduation. Uh, I have it marked down. The best date in May is May 13th. And I say that because the 27th of May is Memorial Day weekend. The 20th of May, which is a Saturday, is the She Spot. And so the Heart Center is going to be in use on that day. And so the 13th would be a perfect opportunity to um, get in, use the space, we can take our time. Uh, technically, you know, on paper, the uh, event will go from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, we'll have an uh, hour-long ceremony, and then we'll have some refreshments and things afterwards so we can take pictures, connect with one another. Um, if you guys would like to, uh, if you guys are down to do something more formal, we can actually set it up to where we can have sort of a community meal, which I think would be lovely. Um, and I'll let you guys sort of uh, feel that out. So we'll take some time to talk about that in our first uh, class that comes up. 
One thing to keep in mind is that uh, I'm going to invite everybody uh, by uh, a tally of votes to, um, uh, and I'm going to invite everyone, since you all have my phone number, just text me uh, who you nominate. But we're going to nominate one practitioner to uh, speak on behalf of the group. So one person in class to speak on behalf of the group at graduation. And what that will look like is you will share your experience in uh, the practitioner program. You'll share what being a practitioner means to you and how you, and you're speaking on behalf of everyone, how you intend to go into the world as a practitioner. Um, what your intention is, what you aspire to do, how you aspire to be. And um, yeah, you know, and just reflect on the experience. So um, everyone, I invite you to pray on it a little bit, think about it, and uh, you just shoot me who you would put your name, uh, who you would nominate to speak on behalf of the practitioner group. Um, and uh, Feel free to nominate yourself if you feel as though you would be the, in your heart, you feel as though you're the right person to do it. Uh, we feel really inspired to do it. Um, the ceremony is lovely. Uh, we uh, have ministers that, uh, in, in the community and sometimes uh, ministers from other communities that come and uh, offer words of wisdom to you all. We have... Um, a lovely vows ceremony, and I can send you guys a copy of the vows beforehand. Uh, we have a music guest. I try to have a music guest. We may or may not, but I'm sure, I'm sure we will. Again, uh, Martha, if you're listening, maybe you can finally uh, make your premiere as our soulful singer. Uh, or maybe Jennifer, maybe you'd want to uh, perform. That'd be kind of cool. We can have an accompanist. You can work out a rehearsal. I'm holding the space, Jennifer, that you'll be able to come down and, and graduate with the group. Um, yes. Lovely. Okay. Yes, me and my girlfriend are coming. We are looking, uh, uh, but somebody will have to bake me a cake because my birthday is on the 11th. Oh, for sure. We'll have a double cake. Yeah. And uh, I'm happy to perform a song or two of the inspirational nature. Love it. Cool. Perfect. Um, maybe the uh, inspired singers will even perform. And uh, please invite anyone and everyone that you would like to be there. Uh, it's a celebration uh, for your friends and your families. You guys have made a huge commitment to the community. Two years of your life you've dedicated to this process, and you've really dedicated to yourself. And this is something to really be honored and celebrated and acknowledged. So uh, please, you know, invite everyone. I invite all the practitioners um, and uh, to come and participate as well. Uh, does anyone have any questions about graduation um, or uh, just anything about it at all? Does the date work for everybody? Yeah. This is okay. I I remember 
about the first group of practitioners undergoing a panel of uh, interview. Are we going to have that too? Ah, yes. The oral exams, yes. So um, uh, this will be included in the letter, uh, in the email with um, with uh, the, re the class dates and everything like that. So an oral exams is when you, um, it's really actually a lot of fun. It, it takes about 45 minutes, so we, we schedule out our blocks, and you come in and you sit uh, in front of a panel of ministers or practitioners, and we just dialogue about um, spiritual um, principles. You know, we talk about, uh, one of the reasons why we're, doing the review classes is because, you know, the, the uh, oral exams will be based off of the review that we do. So we just talk about spiritual law. You know, we talk about the law of cause and effect. We talk about the work that we've done. We talk about being a spiritual counselor. We talk about um, lots of stuff. We, last, last year we talked about tithing and people's relationship to tithing. We talked about... Um, affirmative prayer. You'll do an affirmative prayer. So we walked through that and um, we talked about, you know, what it means to be a practitioner. I remember Reverend Candice would ask, like, if someone came to you in financial crisis, how would you support them? You know, walk us through the steps of the care that you would help, that you would offer to someone that is working through that experience. Um, and it's really just to support you and so we can check in, you know, on sort of where you are with your, one, your understanding of the principles and the work that we've done, uh, how we can support you in articulating certain aspects of the teaching um, more clearly. And, um, but it's very supportive, it's very loving. Um, and again, I think it's a lot of fun. I love these kind of stuff. So there's, you don't have to feel pressure. You don't have to feel like um, this is, there's no pass-fail to this. It just gives us a good idea of how to best support you as you continue your journey and exploration of being a spiritual practitioner. Jennifer, you will do your oral exam uh, the Saturday of graduation. So you'll do it earlier in the day. Um, just to prepare yourself for that. They are generally done on Saturdays. And again, I'll have the dates that we will do them available in the mailer that I'll send out this week. And so you just sign up for a time that best suits you and um, all you do is show up. Any questions on that? Beautiful. Cool. All right, guys. So uh, does anyone have any thoughts that they'd like to offer um, Ellie, any relationship advice you'd like to give Ellie? <laughs> okay. Um, anything else? Is anything, does anyone have anything else they'd like to add to the conversation today? All right, well, I'd just like to uh, congratulate everybody on a beautiful um, 
on a beautiful module on a really beautiful retreat, you know, uh, reflecting more on it. It's, it's just such a gift. It's a real privilege to be in conversation with you all. The level of integrity you exhibit with this work is um, admirable. I really, uh, I really feel it. I feel your dedication to your own spiritual involvement, and it's really inspiring. It really is sort of fulfilling the vision of what we set out to do with this program. And I love you all so much. And uh, I'm excited to spend one more module with you. I'm excited to be in ceremony with you for graduation. Um, one last thing to, one thing to qualify. Uh, you do not have to have all of your spiritual counseling hours for graduation. This, the graduation is a celebration of completion of your participation in the practitioner program, formal practi participation practitioner program. So um, like if, um, so some people, some practitioners, they have a certificate of completion and some practitioners have their license. Their license is granted after you fulfill the requirements for the practitioner license. So like the uh, retreats and the, um, the counseling hours and all that stuff. But just because you don't have, you haven't met those requirements doesn't mean that you don't get to graduate. You know, if you've completed this, everyone in this call gets to graduate. And I uh, really encourage everybody to stand with your practitioners, have this beautiful alchemic experience with one another. It really is a rite of passage and it's an energetic one, but it's really palpable. So um, make sure to, uh, make sure to, uh, make the time for that. So just to review, you'll get an email uh, with all the details for this upcoming module this week and graduation as well. Uh, please text message me the name of the person that you would like to speak on behalf of your group. Um, and, you know, get those counseling hours, book those things. Uh, make sure that, remember, you know, it only counts as, an, uh, you only get credit for the session if the client submits a evaluation. So make sure to do that. Um, there are plenty of practitioners in the program that will help you, that would be happy to sit with you and do a session with you. So just reach out to those people. Um, reach out to your, your classmates. Schedule time. Practice, practice, practice. And I look very forward to connecting with you real soon. So um, Mark, why don't you pray us out today? Okay, all right. So uh, let's start with a moment of gratitude for the class today. So, so blessed to be able to uh, be on this journey together and to complete yet another one of our modules and our ever-expanding connection with um, our new way of being as practitioners. How good it is to uh, be evolving and deepening our, our connection with God and the joy and the love and the peace that is in that, um, and to do so in community with each other. Also grateful for the conversation that's had today, um, knowing that everything that was said and shared was in perfect timing um, and was healing in its own right, knowing that healing is happening right now for Ellie in her relationships and in our own relationships, as many of us surely identified with what Ellie is working through, knowing that she is simply returning to her truth of her peace. 
of her oneness with God, as we are all doing that as well. Let us place on the altar any other areas in our lives where we feel like we're struggling or challenged or just simply don't know what to do, knowing that there is nothing for us to do, but there is for us to turn our attention to God. Um, And in that, we are bringing ourselves back to our power, back to the joy and the love and the peace that we so desire and we are worthy of and deserve. There's nothing for us to prove. There is simply for us to remember. Remember that we are extensions of God, beautifully unique extensions, expressions of the oneness. And in that oneness, all is. There is nothing outside the oneness. There's nothing outside of our worthiness, our deserving, our possibility. And we share this knowing with each other, with our community here at Inspire, with the community that Inspire connects with, and with the community that is every single soul on this planet, knowing and holding this truth for all, holding the lights, being the beacons of God's truth on this planet. We say together, so it is. Amen. Amen. Mm, Mark, ooh, you give good prayer, brother. All right. Beautiful, everyone. Well, uh, have a great week. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Um, get those uh, job descriptions posted in the Facebook group. Do that by Monday, and we'll, uh, we'll connect soon. Love you all. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye. I love you all.
With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.